I'm Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, your daily action guide to getting shit done. Today's episode is the update from the one of seven participants. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the content. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you some of the similarities that I'm noticing across my clients and how it might also apply to your life. So it's no secret if you've been listening for quite some time that I offered the ability to help mentor, coach, work with, whatever you want to say, seven people. And I picked seven people because that was the time commitment that I felt that I had. You see, I'm I'm not overly self-important, but between recording the podcast and the marketing company and my CBD company and the other coaching clients that I have, there's only so many hours in the day. And I want to make sure that I could commit to those people that wanted to commit to me. So I put out the one of seven challenge. If you don't know what that is, I will self-promote for a moment and say, scroll back down through wherever you're consuming this content and see the one of seven challenge. You can hear what it was all about. But in that, I'm putting out this offer to work with seven people. I got a large number of applications, far more than I planned. Again, I've shared this on other shows. And through that, I spent hours, 60, 70, gosh, I could eat 80, 90 hours of going through applications and one-on-one phone consultations and all these things. And it, it was incredible. There was so much impact because every call I was on, I remember a different point in my life of being exactly where you were at, maybe where you are at now. I remember what it was like to feel like I didn't know what purpose was. I remember feeling like if I didn't know what purpose was, I couldn't figure out what my purpose ultimately was. I remember feeling like I wanted to know if there was more out there. I remember feeling like I was the only one going through what I was going through. I remember all these different things that were all underlying and consistent comments during this one of seven challenge. And potentially, as I'm saying this, it's touching some sort of heartstring inside you. You know, I will fully ask as you listen to this episode to take just a moment, eventually press pause on this episode, close your eyes, and get real with how you actually feel. See, in almost every episode that I've discussed feelings, I've related it only to men, but as I'm working with almost an equal number of men and women, I realize that the feelings that we suppress are not exclusive just to the male gender. We all suppress feelings. We all experience cognitive distortion. We all don't know the proper coping mechanisms. We all have developed our own defense mechanisms, whether healthy or not so healthy. We all have experienced a certain amount of tribalism in which the people in our lives from childhood till now have helped form our thought processes that may or may not be what we ultimately want, but then they're shrouded in shame and guilt if we think about changing. And so all I ask of you is when you press pause before we continue down this path together of discussing the one of seven, that you get really real in the moment with how you actually feel. 
Where is your life just not working exactly how you want it to? Because my my friends, my clients, my whatever you want to call them, I say it over and over again. Eventually, I'm going to have to kick you between the legs. I say kick, kick you in the dick. And I'm going to do that for you right now. You are listening to this podcast not because of how soothing my voice is or because it's a consistency in your day. You may try to convince yourself of that, but I bet almost anything you're listening because there's part of your life that if you're real with yourself is not working how you want it to and that you're hoping that something that I say, some lesson that I've learned or something that I share with you will eventually propel you to new heights. That's why things like this exist. I get it. I still have coaches. I still have mentors. I still consume content myself because I'm always searching for something more. I know the process of progress and the path that I'm on right now does not have a final destination. And to admit the fact that you want more doesn't mean that you're inherently flawed. It simply means you want more. See, I will say to you, just as I shared with the one of seven, you are not broken. There is nothing wrong with you. What you are is in need of a slight tune-up or recalibration if you feel like you're searching for more. That's what's led me to start telling people that I'm more of a performance optimization specialist. You are performing in your life right now. You are either performing well, not so well, or subpar. Only you know that answer. But what I know is when someone comes into your life that you know, like, and trust, and you allow them to work on your life with your help instead of working in your life like you have to, in very short periods of time, you are able to make massive changes that you would not be able to make on your own. 100% of the time, this is true. You could literally be listening right now, be a seven-figure earner with your own business, have a happy completely fulfilled marriage and relationship, have beautiful children, have endless abundance, and you're still probably searching for more. I get it. I'm still searching for more. It's like a never-ending journey. But as I push all that to the side for just this moment, and you come back to the podcast after pressing pause, and you get really present in this moment, The one of seven have shown me some unique things. Almost everyone in their intake conversations with me had expressed some feeling of being alone. Now, these people are married in committed relationships. Some happy, some have kids, some every walk of life. I have people from all over the globe that I'm now working with. It's truly an incredible honor. But at some point through everyone's story, we feel like we're the only one that experiences what we're experiencing. This brings up a subject or a phrase that I was taught from Wake Up Warrior. Wake Up Warrior being Garrett J. White's brainchild You can find more information on wakeupwarrior.com or thekingskit.com. I share all that because I don't believe in scarcity. Like, yes, I offer performance optimization for people. There's a million paths you can go down where you can find success, 
where you won't find success is doing the exact same thing you're doing right now and just magically expecting something to change. It's going to take a pattern interrupt in your life, whether something forcibly happens or you decide to step up to your greatness, something has to change for you to evolve to the next version of you. So if that's a wake up warrior path or a Tony Robbins path or an old Jim Rohn path, or if that's Tyler Harris, or if that's Cody Jefferson or any number of other people that I've had on the show or that I will have on the show, I'm proud of you for taking the step in a direction to better your life. But in all that, the phrase that I was taught from Wake Up Warrior is that pain shared is pain divided. And that quite often, we internalize the things that are painful because we don't know what to do with that emotion. We don't know how to express the feeling. We're instantly afraid of of judgment and ridicule. Think about your life right now. How much is going on in your life that you wish you could confide in to someone, but you are afraid what they would think of you if you said it? Like, let's get real for a second. Every one of us has thought about leaving our significant other. Every one of us at some point has considered, fuck it, I'm just going to go off the grid. I'm going to travel across the globe. Every one of us has considered going on and getting hammered at 2 o'clock on a Tuesday. Like These are things that pop in your mind. They might be fleeting thoughts in the moment, but they exist. They exist because there's pieces of your life you're not happy with. So when you're able to express those outwardly and you start to realize that other people have felt the same thing, the pain that you've kept bottles inside for so long starts to be divided across the people you're able to share it with. They start to realize in those moments, you're not as alone as you thought you were. See, a handful of weeks ago, I put out a a seven-day video challenge, the same video challenge that Danny Page put up for his followers two and a half years ago. And I've been blessed to have many of you tag me in the videos that you're posting. You are sharing some incredibly deep things. Some things that many of you have shared are painful that you're scared to get them out. But in every comment thread that exists underneath these seven-day videos, you have endless support of the people around you. That the pain that you are experiencing in that moment is divided across those people so that you're not feeling this much weight because you realize you're not alone and you ultimately have support. That's no different than the conversations that I got to have with many of you in the one of seven world. And that by getting out these thoughts and these feelings and getting very, very real in the moment and being forced to look at things that you did not want to look at from someone that only has the interest of finding your best self with your help, you're able to finally start to feel for the first time in a long time. And in these conversations, there were tears that get, got shed. There were whimpers and weeps. There was frustration and anger. These things all exist, but these things, whether you admit it or not, they exist inside of you right now. You've just figured out enough coping mechanisms to put them in a box and tuck them away because you don't know what to do with them. If you're angry because something happened to you six years ago, 
just because you don't talk about it doesn't mean it didn't exist. And so this thought process of I'm going to push things away and eventually we'll deal with them or I spoke about them in the moment, I'm going to encourage you to consider going a little bit deeper with that and what that could ultimately mean for you and how much better you could feel if you realized that you were not alone. That the crazy thoughts that bounce around in your head or the alcohol that you have a tough time putting down or the porn that you sometimes look at a little too much or the thoughts you have of cheating or the being unfulfilled in work or the not knowing who God is or being confused on how to meditate or not liking the way you look in the mirror with no clothes on, that you're not the only one. There's a bunch of us. A whole bunch of us. And in that, there was power. There was power that was created in those phone calls and in those moments based off of simply realizing that many of these people could finally understand they weren't alone. Another underlying comment and current that existed all throughout this is we all seek purpose. We all want fulfillment, right? I mean, think about your life right now. You are seeking some sort of fulfillment, and maybe you're on that path right now. Maybe like, Ron, I'm just, I'm just great. I'm walking to my purpose. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Good. I'm not here to tell you that your purpose is wrong. I'm not here to say that there's a higher purpose you don't know about or haven't tapped into yet. Only you know if you're walking in your purpose. But I must ask you at this moment, the same way I asked the one of seven, how do you know what your purpose is? See, I'm a firm believer, if you're seeking purpose and external validation, my purpose is to be a mother, my purpose is to be a, a child, my purpose is to be a business owner or an employee or whatever the story is of purpose, it eventually is going to break. Because an external belief system can be shattered. If your purpose relies upon being a mother, what happens heaven forbid, when your child grows up and doesn't want you around anymore? What happens morbidly if your child passes away? Is your purpose then destroyed? The answer would have to be yes. But what happens if you do enough deep work that you realize that the purpose that you're seeking is actually feelings and emotions that come from your soul that then you can share outwardly with the world? No different, my friends, than this podcast is for me. It took me 33 years and into my 34th year to finally outwardly own verbally what my purpose is. And I can say it right now, and it makes many people feel uncomfortable, and I get it because it used to make me think people were fucking nuts when they would say this stuff. Because how could someone have such a grandiose idea of themselves? This guy's arrogant. The difference between arrogance and confidence, and there's a big difference between confidence and understanding purpose. You see, that internal belief system that I have is that I'm supposed to guide and lead men and women from a pit of despair into a path of possibility and ultimately rise into their prosperity. But see, I've done that for myself. I live that. That's inside of me every day, my family and those people that are around me. And what I do is I spend time, energy, and effort sharing that with the world on a daily basis like I'm sharing it with you. 
it might surprise you, but if you're consuming this content, I don't believe that it's cost you anything. Hopefully you're not listening to this in some sort of app that you have to pay for. To the best of my knowledge, iTunes is free right now. Or Podbean or Libsyn or wherever else you're consuming this from. They shouldn't be charging you. I do this because I feel internally called to. Because it makes me feel good. Because there's something greater here. But it took me 33 years of feeling like I was lost, wandering around aimlessly, doing things for money because I thought money would fulfill me. I thought if I had a certain body or a certain look that that would fulfill me, that that was my purpose. When I can honestly remember for years saying to all the people around me, if I could just figure out how to make money helping people, I'd finally be happy. But I don't know anybody that actually does that. And lo and behold, look what I do for a living. You see, finding your purpose and tapping into it and having someone from the outside that doesn't have cognitive bias over you. What that means in the most simple terms is, I only know what I hear from you. I haven't seen your evolution. I haven't been side by side with you and established my own belief system based around you. I'm coming from the outside. So in that, I'm able to say things to you from a place of love and respect, but no false pretenses. This allows an entirely different perspective to be cast upon your life. That perspective can create massive shifts and changes if you're open to it. I apologize as this chair is entirely too squeaky and I'm going to have to get a new one. It bothers me. The next step that I notice to be consistent is the thought process and the idea that we are not good enough. Think about yourself right now in this moment. Be honest. Where in your life do you feel like you're just not good enough? That you don't deserve something that you want? And maybe you say, I don't, I don't, I don't think that way, Ryan. Great. I'm glad you're one of the ones that doesn't. None of these are broad brush statements that I assume every person on the planet feels this way. But if you're honest with yourself and you do feel this way, I implore you to actually continue to listen. Because I felt like for years I was not good enough. But how do you say that out loud? How do you quantitate and qualify not being good enough? Good enough for who? Good enough for what? Well, I'm surrounded by all this self-doubt and fear. And I'm surrounded by that as an entrepreneur because I didn't have the example of someone to really show me how to do quote-unquote entrepreneurism the right way. You know, I speak to the group of the one of seven specifically, and I realize a majority of them want something greater where they're in control of their own destiny. And of course, it's easy to talk about being in control of your own destiny inside of the workplace, but it's, it's every part of their life that they want to feel in control. And that most people, when they're honest with themselves, want to have some sort of balance in their life where they're not obligated to go to an office to make money. But they don't have any idea how to go from being an entrepreneur to an entrepreneur. 
They don't even know where to start. But they know they feel something different. That They don't want to be shackled to the confines of the way they've existed. They don't want what their parents have had. They don't want the life that their friends have around them right now. They know they want something different. Maybe the same way that you want something different. But in that, they don't know how to get there. They don't feel like they deserve it. That that's for the other people. That people like me don't get to experience that because I don't know how to. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to have it all figured out. It becomes much easier when someone helps you navigate those waters as well from the outside. We start talking about what you actually enjoy every day and we take out the confines of money. We start talking about coming up with business plans and business structures and ideas and timetables that you're held ruthlessly accountable for to go to market with an idea that you have because you deserve it for yourself and your family. That maybe for some of these people, maybe for you, for the first time in your life, someone can support you and believe in you greater than you could believe in yourself. You know, I had one amazing person in the one of seven. Truly an amazing individual. And this individual was not certain after the first two weeks or so that this path made sense to continue down. This person just wasn't sure. Man, I'm just not, it's just not really making sense to me. I don't feel like this is speaking to me. I feel like I get more from other stuff. I'm just not, I I think I might be out. I respect it. I listened. I read the messages. And we hopped on a phone call. And myself and this individual had a powerful conversation. A powerful conversation where I got to ask how many other places in this individual's life had they ran from things when they got difficult and they didn't get their own way. And how many other times had this person felt these feelings before? And it might surprise you, but it was a consistent pattern in their life. And in that moment, I tell this person, there is no chance in hell I'm going to walk away from you. You can't push me away because in our intake, I ask every person if they're going to be ruthlessly committed to their own success. And are they willing to do exactly what I ask of them as long as it does not put them in peril? And once they commit yes, we are all in. And I share that with you because much like them, you yourself might just need somebody to finally tell you they're not going to walk away from you. That no matter how crazy the ideas are that you have, that you can achieve them. And no matter how much you want something greater in your life than you have right now, you actually deserve it. And there's a way to get it. It doesn't matter all the horrible things you may have done in your life or that you're currently still doing. You still deserve endless abundance. That you should not be punished for what happened yesterday or last minute or last year or last decade. That whatever you did is not a reason for you not to experience what you want in the future. Think of yourself right now. How different would your life be if you had someone that just supported you and held you accountable for doing the things that you knew you already needed to do? 
you see, truly the base level, I feel like that's what almost all of us need. We need that accountability. I don't believe that I have, nor do I believe that any person on the planet has some magic set of keys to unlock a door inside of you that is just walled off and sealed shut. I personally believe that you have the keys. I believe everything you're seeking is seeking you and it's also inside of you. I truly believe that. What I believe is right now that you're probably stuck in a dark room inside of yourself. You don't even know where the door's at, let alone where to find the keys on the floor. And so what you get is end up the opportunity of having somebody come in the room with a flashlight that knows how to open the door that's opened it before. You see, that person, if it's me, I can't open the door for you. It doesn't work that way. You see, that's the other thing about this one of seven that I want to share with you is that there's this thing in the performance coaching industry, the performance optimization world, the life coaching, whatever you want to, sh- whatever you want to call this thing that goes on. It's super easy to talk about beliefs and stories, right? Like you believe yourself to be this because of some story. We all do it. I mean, forever, I didn't believe myself to be good enough to deserve success because I had experienced failure before and that just had to be what was in the cards for me. That was my belief attached to my story. But what no one ever taught me or no one ever talks about is the emotions associated with that story. Like why? Oh, tell, me, tell me the emotional tie to the story. Because see, the emotions actually create the story, which creates a belief system. And even if you fix all three of those, in my personal opinion, you don't get deep enough to make meaningful, impactful, and lifelong change. You see, everybody that works inside of this little bubble that we've created together wants change. They want something greater, just like you may want something greater. But what good is change if you revert back to your old way the minute that the external stimulus is removed? I'll answer it for you. It's not worth a damn. Like, why, why even bother? But so many people that, quote unquote, want to help you or are trying to do something are in this simply to make a quick dollar and then leave. Instead of getting all the way down the rabbit hole and talking about the original incident, the thing that created the belief system that you have. You see, as I've shared in multiple episodes before, that story of if you heal the boy, then you heal the man actually has a psychological root to it. There is science that backs this up. I didn't know that when I said it the first time. But I'm proving it. And it has been proven by thousands and thousands, probably millions before me. And it will be proven millions of times after me. But there is a chance that if you don't go all the way back to some of the original instances that you don't want to talk about, that you don't want to think about, that you have intentionally blocked out, that whatever short-term progress you make, you will eventually revert back to your old habits. Because we as creatures are used to habitual cycles. Think about it. There's four seasons. We're pre-adapt to all those. You think about the way you drive to work. You go down the same path every day. You probably park in the same, give or take, five parking spots. You go to the same desk. You eat at the same restaurants. We're all habitual. And that's what all these one of seven people, that's what everybody I've worked with needs. They need a pattern interrupt. They need someone to come in and push them towards the things that that they're fearful of. To hold them on their shoulder and say, look, we got this together. I've been here before. 
I can see what's coming around the bend. I know what it's going to be, and we're going to tackle it together. And so all those things together all leap leap into or connect to what happens in this world of the one of seven. It happens with the other however many people that I'm coaching. I'm going to have give or take 32 hours a week right now of calls with individuals, groups, or businesses that I spend time, energy, and effort on optimizing the areas of their life. And then that I'm, I'm sitting here thinking that there were hundreds, if not thousands of people that came through this one to seven concept, like between social media and between the show, a lot of people, and there were fall off points. You know, I asked you to email in that you want to be part of the one to seven and some of you heard the episode later and we already too down far down the path. So we didn't go anywhere. And some of you emailed in and then I asked you to fill out a questionnaire. So I got to know a little bit more about you. And that's when that fear of doubt and shame and all the things crept in like, oh, he's not going to pick me. I'm not good enough. And so you didn't even fill out the fucking form. I get it. I'm not mad at you. I was you. You are me. We are the same. I get it. Then another handful of you filled out the form. And then when I asked you to record a two minute video and send it to me, you got nervous. Because you started to judge yourself and you didn't like the way that you sounded and you didn't like the way that you looked and you didn't know how to use the phone the right way and you didn't know how to upload the video the right way. And all these stories existed and it held you back. And then even the ones that went through that part, then I said, hey, let's schedule a phone call over the next two weeks so we can dive deeper. Many that got to that point didn't schedule a phone call because they thought this they just weren't worthy. That there's no way this is going to work. There's no way it's me. I get it, truly. But then here I sit in this unique position where I realize the fact that my true passion, my purpose, my calling is to make an impact in the world that is greater than just this podcast. And I realize while I may give you practical tips and tricks and ideas and things that I've overcome in my life, that I can do much deeper work off the mic. That you and I, as you're listening to this, can go to a whole different place together if we're able to communicate on a consistent basis through something that is greater than just you listening to the content. And so I feel compelled. I feel compelled to figure out a way to create a group of people that are held accountable, that we can go through a group training together, that I can help hold everyone accountable inside the group, that we can hop on once a week phone calls as a group, not one-on-one, to make impacts in your life that are meaningful and that you have people that hold you accountable and that you realize that you're not alone and that you get all the deep dive pieces of this doctrine that I live by in a way that you can Make them your own. I know I'm supposed to do this. Admittedly, I've retooled this group idea quite a few times. And I've, some of the one of seven participants, if you're listening right now, I said I would send you 
access to this group and, and how all that would look. And I, I went back and forth with how to create this in a way that is impactful. And I think I have it all figured out. So I want to ask you one more question from this episode. When we first started, I asked you to close your eyes for just a moment and get really real with yourself. I asked you to get real if you really wanted more than you had right now. I asked you to become present and aware if there was something greater than what you were currently experiencing. And just to consume this content with that sort of idea process in in your mind. And I'm going to assume the fact that you have done that, that you've listened to this episode with that sort of mindfulness. And so, so through that, my next ask is, if you are at this point and you would like to be a part of something greater, if you want to tip your toe into the water of optimizing your life, you're not sure if this route of expansion and four-dimensionality is really for you, if you're not positive that you can pull this off but you want to see something more, I'm going to ask you to just simply pop me an email. I'm also going to put a link inside my link tree inside of Facebook or Instagram. I will also put up a post about it the day this episode launches on my wall. I will also probably run some traffic to it. I will probably pay for some ads for this because I believe that much in it. But if you want to, shoot me an email, ryan at gsdmediagroup.com or hop over to Instagram and direct message me, just Ryan Nidell, or you're going to follow the Linktree link that will be posted. I simply need you to say, I'm interested. I don't need a long breakdown. You feel free to share if you want to, but I just need you to say in the subject line, I'm interested, or in the direct message, I'm interested, or in the link tree, all it's going to ask you to do is submit your email address if you're interested. I'll give you some inside information. The reason I do that is from that, I can start to disperse content to you and pull you through a logical funnel so that I can make massive impact in your life. It doesn't make sense for me to have you say you're interested and just launch you into a group and say, hey, let's figure this out together. There's a good possibility if you are like I was, that is how you're living your life now. Just willy-nilly, I'm going to just throw shit against the wall and see if it sticks. I get it. But intentionality will fix so many things in your life that you want to go differently. And so again, in this episode... If some of these things that I've noticed in the one of seven and some of the things I've noticed in my other clients, some of the things I've noticed in my group trainings and the businesses that I train, if some of these things actually are touching you at a deeper level, I'm going to ask you to not hold yourself back. Shoot me that email to ryan at gsdmediagroup.com or pop over to Instagram. I don't even care if you pop over to Facebook, whatever the ways you want to communicate with me. And simply say, I'm interested. I'd be honored to take you down the path and show you what's really possible for yourself. And have you go out and be the beacon you're supposed to be in the world. See, I can't get to 120 million people impacted if I don't start offering ways for you to do more than just consume the content. It gets cool to have 2 million downloads. And the day will come where I have 
100 million downloads because that's just the way this game works. But downloads don't create impact. Think about your life one more time. If you right now were able to do all the things you wanted to do, you were able to have the body that you wanted, if you were able to have a spiritual connection that you desired, have the relationship that was on fire, and make endless money, do you think, yes or no, that you would then impact those people around you to do the same? Of course you would. Because joy shared is joy multiplied. And when you experience happiness and fulfillment and abundance, you share that with everybody else around you because you want them to feel it too. And so it multiplies itself out. That's how I get to 120 million people is by simply having you step up and shoot me an email or a message. And what I can guarantee you 100% today is if you are the one that actually does that, every day going forward, I will make certain that you get shit done.